there's a snitch on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Mike the dealer hunched his right shoulder up to avoid Officer Patrick Gilroy's hand. You crackers ain't got shit on me, he shouted intentionally so that the surrounding onlookers could hear. He pushed out his hulking chest to let everyone know that he wasn't afraid of no cops, especially no white cops. One could hear Cameron's dipset anthem blaring in the background from one of the third floor windows of the block's many low-income housing desecrated buildings. Oh, but we do. You'd be surprised at the dirt we got on you, my nigga, mocked Gilroy. As dirty as your face, Officer O'Brien joked out loud. It is 7.35 in the evening on the corner of University Avenue, also known as Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, and West 183rd Street. Everyone on the block, at the sound of police sirens, had come out of their occupying habits to inspect what was going on. It is a place of urban decay and the victim of white flight in the 70s. Dominican bodegas, Pakistani-owned pizza parlors, Korean liquor stores, and uninviting Chinese takeout now populate the block of University Avenue, also known as Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Aqueduct Park, supposedly named by the local folks as Attic Park, is just down the street and is congregated by basketball players, players, hustlers, crack fiends, and the like. The particular inhabitants of this block happen to be a mix of Hispanic and African Americans. The descendants of single-parented households and decadent neglect of New York's 16th Congressional District, the poorest district in the country. For those all too familiar with this picture, simplicity is sufficient enough. We are in the South Bronx. What you talking about? Somebody on this block snitched on you, O'Brien retorted. Now you know you weren't supposed to tell him that, Gilroy said sarcastically. Oops. Don't worry, my niggas. I'll be out by tomorrow. When I get free, I'm going to find out who been running off at the mouth. Mike shouted before his head was lowered into the police car, along with his number one and number two captains. The police scrambled inside and car sirens whirled and then they drove off. Aries Bolton, a lieutenant, one of Mike's top earners, and a strong voice on a block made his way to the center of the crowd. Now everybody calm down. Mike will be back soon, and we be earning bread just like we did before. And some of you who be our customers will be getting your fix soon. What make you so sure? That nigga ain't going to the cracker. He ain't coming back. They never come back. A voice protested from the encircled crowd. Don't worry, he'll be back. But to prevent any further complications, we got to find the snitch. I don't care about no snitch. When we going to be getting our product? 
I ain't fixing two days. You ain't delivering. I go to somebody else. Now, B, maybe you the snitch. Why are you so quick to rush off to somebody else? The crowd had all turned their faces to B. B, a dope fiend who was once the voice of the crowd shrank into obscurity, but made some last attempt to defend his honor that he wasn't no snitch. Only bitches snitched, and he wasn't no bitch or no snitch. Man, I was just saying that I give you all the money I got, and if you're in trouble right now, I need to go to somebody else. But I ain't no snitch. Where you get the money from, B? You live with your mama on welfare, and she's a fiend just like you. Maybe you needed your fix so bad that you had to cop money from the 5-0. Another term for the cracker. I ain't no snitch. I ain't no snitch. I just be hustling, selling what I can't get my hands on. You know, from the bins. You know, cans and shit. By now, B was being pushed to the center of the circle, and some of those pushing hands were actually fists pounding on his head. Aries still stood in the middle. Now you all wait now. I didn't told you. I ain't no snitch, but I know who is. Okay, so then who, if it ain't you, a faceless voice from the mob shot back. A couple of days ago, I was chilling with that kid, Ran Fields. And usually, I just walk around the block to get where I want to go. But that nigga shook. He be taking detours to avoid the block. He's scared. He say he don't like walking where Mike be. Because he don't want to be around what's going on here. You talking about my boy, Ran? My boy that I've been chilling with for like, like 15 years, Ran? The university group home, Ran? Nigga, I will kill you where you rest at, Aries said with an accusatory tone. I'm just saying he be taking detours trying to avoid us like he better than we is. Don't he go to college? A new voice emerged from the crowd. This was Jason Bolton, Mike the dealer's second lieutenant and Aries' cousin. By this time, the third floor boombox was in the middle of T.I.'s, whatever you like. So, let me get this. Being in school, make a nigga snitch, Aries asked in defense. No, but I saw Popo, another word for the cracker, bag him at the four line over there by Kingsbridge, said B. Well, it make him something. Jason said vehemently. The crowd had become more intoxicating now and began chanting, Ranfields is a snitch. Ranfields is a snitch. Ranfields is a snitch. Ranfields, as the locals like to call him, lived at 2217 University Avenue, also known as Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, a group home for troubled young adults. By now, the crowd was larger in number, and Aries was having quite a difficult time controlling them. They wanted justice. They wanted the snitch to be tarred and feathered. Okay, look, 
I'm going to go over there and talk to him myself and see what's up. Nah, why you got to go yourself? Take us with you, said Jason defiantly. Yeah, take us with you, the crowd repeated. Soon they were upon 2217's door, and so were stones, bricks, glass bottles, and someone had even purchased eggs from the Dominican bodega. A Miss Shepherd answered the door sheepishly and said, He ain't here. That bitch lying. I saw him go in, B shouted as he nervously bit his fingernails. Jason's 230-pound frame barged through the door and nearly knocked Mrs. Shepard to the floor. We know you here, Jason said in an airy tone. Rand Fields was indeed home and didn't hear the commotion downstairs because his music was so loud to the tune of Duke Ellington's Do Nothing Till You Hear From Me. Jason burst into his room, grabbed Ranfields by the neck, and dragged him downstairs and into the street. In a headlock from the back. Jason didn't particularly like Ranfields from childhood. He was so goody-goody and went to church on Sundays and graduated from high school and was going to a university. He didn't act black. Snitches like to hide themselves in intellect. What the hell? Ranfields asked with great alarm. We going to Attic Park, Jason loudly responded. For what? You know the hell for what? Attic Park, Attic Park, Attic Park, Attic Park, the mob chanted. And by this time, was even bigger than before. The sun disappeared from the sky and the orange-colored streetlights automatic timers had activated. Led by Jason, the mob headed towards Aqueduct Park, known as Attic Park by the locals. Ares found it extremely difficult to keep everyone under control and so went along with the plan. Someone threw an egg at Ranfield's face. Calm down, yo! We don't even know if he did it yet. The crowd began to encircle Ares, Jason, and Rand Fields. Come on, Ares. Tell me what's going on here, Rand Fields asked with a frightened eagerness. Sorry, Rand, but it has come to my attention you've been snitching on Mike. Come on now. You know me for over 15 years. Have I ever been known to do that? Then what you was doing with the police, another word for the cracker, at Kingsbridge Station the other day, B asked. I got caught jumping the turnstile. The police bagged me and put the cuffs on. That don't add up. What a rich college snitch like you doing hopping a train, Jason asked. Jason's face was flaring. He had already ripped Ranfield's T-shirt off him and Ranfield's half-naked body stood in an encircled crowd that seemed to be closing in and getting smaller by the minute. His body and entangled hair had been soaked with eggs, a huge knot formed on the side of his head from someone who had tossed a stone at it. The line was too long, and I heard the four coming. Tar and feather, tar and feather, tar and feather. Tar and Feather, 
the crowd chanted, which had doubled in size by now. Now you wait now. Now just wait a minute. I don't have nothing to do with what y'all do. I mind my business and I try to keep to myself. Some of the crowd broke off down the street and threw a garbage can through the Pakistani pizzeria's window. A small stout man with a turban ran out. A large stone hit him right on the forehead and he fell down. Similar incidents happened to the Korean liquor store and the uninviting Chinese restaurant. Hey, you people, we need to calm down, Aries screamed at the top of his lungs. But by now, no one was listening. Jason was already on top of Ranfields, pounding his head into the pavement. There was pandemonium. Cars were set ablaze and overturned. The newly built junior high school, which was nearby, had been looted and the windows broken. It got so bad that somebody had to snitch and call a cracker, another term for the police, to bring order to the situation. In typical fashion, the 42nd precinct, another term for the cracker, didn't arrive till two hours later. By then, Officer Gilroy was sifting through a river of bodies. See, they policed themselves, O'Brien, said Gilroy, smiling and looking down on a lifeless body of Ares Bolton, who, on attempting to intercept the marauding crowd, was trampled upon. November. I need a couple birds, get abroad, have them sent up Call my bird, get my broad, have them sent up Call my niggas, call my squad, have them sent up I see a town I'm liking See some niggas getting money in a town, I like it I run up on them with the pound and light it Like it's my block now, alright, kid He understood me quite clear Then that thing bang out and rang out the side of his right ear And I got back to my business, back to my Stuff sitting, get hard, get rock, get to the block and pitching. Yeah, I'm sorry, but this is how I'm living, and this is I how I'm getting. Come fuck no more. Hey. Hey. on my handle, listening to gangster music. Hey. I stood at home here on the chrome and zone, flicking the channels, watching how the gangsters yeah. do it. Say with me. I stood alone, getting down from a thick chicken sandwich. Watch yeah. shad, now clock I see death around the Before. Hey, I stood alone watching the 
music. Hey, I stood at home here on the chrome with a zone flicking a candle.